0: Welcome to another episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch. Here today with my wonderful co-host. We've got the one and only Basket.
1: What's up, Puckle Peeps?
0: And we've got the uh man of mystery himself, Seth Vilo.
2: Or am I? <laughs> Welcome to the Puckle Podcast.
1: <laughs>
0: Welcome to the Puckle Podcast, Puckle of course standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2010, or 2007, oh my gosh. One of them years. Yeah, one of those years back, no, because it's actually, this is important, this is the 15th year of Puckle, fun fact. Oh yeah it is, isn't mm-hmm. it? Wait. Yeah, I forgot too until yeah, a couple yeah, of weeks it ago. Is. And we uh, we talk everything here at Pokemon from the trading card game to the video game to everything in between. Today's trading card game though. Woo! Yeah, I, I would ask you guys what you did in Pokemon this week, where I usually interrupt anyway, because <laughs> 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 I, I haven't done anything. It, honestly, in Pokemon, I have done very little. I've I've played some Showdown, and that's about it this week. This week, I was, like, mostly recalibrating at work uh-huh. and and yep. getting back into, like, doing work again.
2: As have all of us.
0: <laughs> uh, yep, yep. So I didn't do too much Pokemon. I've been, like, waiting for new cards to come in, too, because, like, I want to go to League, but I played Lugia. And I'll probably still keep playing Lugia for a bit, but I want to play a little bit different in person mm-hmm. just to, like, not feel like I'm an awful Pokemon player
2: sometimes.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, to be to be fair, I do, I, like, after the regional, I don't feel terrible because a lot of my, a lot of the ties I had were probably going to be wins. Yeah. That's always a good feeling. Yeah. And so it's just a, it's just more of a, I just want to go play something stupid and have some fun trying to be stupid with it. Heck yeah. That's what this is all about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Being stupid. Yep. What it, so you guys been up to anything cool? <laughs> anything recent happening?
2: How about you, Basket? You can go ahead and lead off. I'm still trying to beat
1: Scarlet.
0: Oh, man. Really? I'm, uh, yeah, to be fair, well, so, you can get lost.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm working a lot, too. And so going back and forth between that and drawing has been pretty crazy.
0: Oh, makes sense. You've been drawing anything cool? Yes and we'll leave it at that (laughs) i get the sense that he can't go any further so (laughs) we'll leave it there yeah
2: so i have uh since i've last been on which has been like roughly a month that's usually how often i'm on i you know we did the regional together that was great fun but one thing that i got really into and didn't realize was, like, right on the doorstep time-wise here recently was the whole terrastalization suspect test. I thought I had, oh, yeah, that's like, true. an extra week left, and I definitely did not last weekend, so I was attempting to blitz through getting ladder requirements as quickly as I could. Uh, I ended up not making it. I fell just a little bit short right before 11.59, so... Bummer, but that was what I was doing a lot of, was a lot of Showdown. I'm doing a lot more of it in general. Learning about, you know, regular ladder, VGC even. I'm trying to get a grasp on that now, which is great fun. And, of course, TCG stuff.
0: When I first did VGC, so I I was kind of like a Smogon purist for a little while, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Where I was just like, oh, I'm only ever going to play, you know, Showdown because 6v6 singles is the way Pokemon is meant to be played. Right exactly yes yes please i don't disagree with this by the way still yeah (laughs) but when i started getting more serious about it like back in gen 7 when i was actually going to go do things and and try to play around with it i found a deeper appreciation for it because in singles and i mean this is this is the argument that like i don't want to say this is the the, i don't want to give this argument exactly because this is the one that like i really hate when i see it pop up on twitter Where people are just like, well, when you're in 6v6, there's only five potential things you could do. But in doubles, there's way more. What? Because you could like choose to single target an opponent, or you can switch into another either slot could switch, right? Stuff like that. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) okay, sure. Yeah, and they're like, so it makes it way more complicated. But there is a different thought process, and I mean, it's clicked for me a couple of times. I'm definitely very rusty, and I can't get it to click yet again. (laughs) especially in the new format i'm still i'm figuring it out it's not too bad there's just so many new things uh especially since i didn't really participate in gen 8's vgc format right especially in like the past like year and a half when it was just like Zacian's here you right exactly have fun thatch have have this stupid pokemon (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah, have fun now we just have a stupid fish yeah exactly i mean dondozo is not actually that oppressive not really it's really not that oppressive. I'm very happy with the way the meta is balanced. Things are going pretty well with that. But yeah, I I, I actually... I've come to appreciate VGC more. I do want to play 6v6 OU because I do believe that is the uh, best way to play the game. And if they wanted me to play doubles, they should make it the playthrough doubles. <laughs> they really or should. have more though. than one fight. Yeah, they should. That is a doubles fight. Yeah. That was silly. They should legitimately... At least have more doubles. I do agree with that. Like, I, I was amazed in this game how actually there were no double battles outside of the gym. Right? Like, I, I was at amazed. All. Unless we missed them. I think Sword and Shield was the same way uh, to some extent. I don't I don't mm-hmm. know that you actually double battled anybody until you got to Raihan.
1: Yeah, I don't think there yeah. were any double battles at all.
0: Yeah, so I kind of don't like that. Uh, <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, I'm with you, though. But I do think VGC is fun. I do think the thought process there is different. I understand why they do it, too, mostly because it's faster, I think. Yeah. And then 6v6. Like, 6v6 could take you all the way to, like, 60 minutes.
2: What? No. Yes, Seth. Never.
0: Yeah, we have a history. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> never. <laughs>
2: but What are you even talking about?
0: I enjoy VGC, though. I've never had 300 turn battles that lasted an hour. Me? Yeah. No. No, never. <laughs> Never. But yeah, I, I like playing in VGC. I think it's a good time. It's definitely not the same as playing singles, but you can get into a groove, especially if you find a team that clicks. I find that's really yeah. the bigger thing in VGC is that everybody's got a play style. And if you find your play style that clicks, it really works out. Because I remember when I did that regional back in 2018 when I did it, like I didn't know what I was doing going in. I had practiced a ton, like maybe two, three weeks where I just, i would maybe played like, on average like three or four hours a day which nobody wow. should do by the way well i was a student <laughs> so, like, I, was, I was i was a grad student that makes sense uh so like it, it was also like mostly on showdown and I, I say like three to four hours like on average throughout the day because if you're like oh i got to work I, you know what let me spend like 15 minutes here and then like whenever there's like a 15 minute break just like do it right totally yeah and so it, that happened a lot and then you know maybe an hour or two at home in the evening and so it, it ended up working out pretty, pretty well in that regard. So I still walked up and I didn't know what I was doing. And <laughs> I just remember it was in like, it was round three where like the team, because I had just stolen the team from somebody else, right? Uh, Heck yeah. Thievery, piracy, yar. I think I made like one adjustment to the team and I went in and I, uh, there was just like a moment I was playing against a guy. I was at the like, no, it was round four because I was at the two one table. <laughs> and uh something just clicked ah that's such a good feeling something uh. just clicked and i don't know what it was and i just go i know exactly i i'm like i know what your next three moves are <laughs> right isn't that that's <laughs> a that, that moment of like uh, limitless yeah Ooh. yeah i was just like i know what your next three moves are and i just like went it was uh it was a great time that was I like that felt everything really good you're gonna say yeah, yeah ex- no it's pretty much that right I mean, I've definitely had those moments in, in 6v6 and OU a lot, like, uh-huh. especially back in the day when we were doing it on stream every single time, mm. and I would be playing like three, four hours of OU against viewers. Like, I got really good at OU where I could just sit down and predict <laughs> like the next like three or four moves, yeah, you know? I'm like that.
2: That's, I've, I had moments like that during the suspect test too, with like laddering and stuff like that, because I had seen, especially because a lot of people, you know, they'll post their teams that they'd got success with. And then other people will steal them and try to ladder themselves. I'm guilty of that. Others are guilty of that.
0: I'm guilty so of so I yeah. I would
2: be like, I have seen you before. I recognize your username and team.
0: I know what you're going to do.
2: Oh, <laughs>
0: <no>. <laughs> yeah, I really. Uh, I mean, when it clicks, it just feels good. Yeah. And I'm just not in that shape anymore. I want to be maybe one day. Yeah. But that's what
2: I've been up to, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I stole that from you.
2: So. <laughs> no. You, I, hey, I, I piped in just as much. It's fine.
1: Yeah. I think my biggest problem with that kind of stuff is, uh, trying to figure out how to beat the player instead of just trying to beat the Pokemon.
0: Yes. That makes sense. Yeah. Yes. I, exactly. I do agree with that.
1: Cause I'm, I'm always just trying to beat the Pokemon and I can never figure out the player. That's never, it's never in my, in my scope, right? I'm never mm-hmm. thinking about that. I'm just like, okay, this Pokemon's here. I'm going to do this. And then there's been times where I've like kind of forced myself to think that way. And then you're like, okay, well, they're probably, their best chances if they do this or that. Exactly. I have no idea. 50-50 shot here in my mind, right? And then trying to figure that out. But yeah, that's the best I've ever come to.
0: <laughs> no, I th- I I do agree with that. I definitely struggle with that, especially nowadays, right? Because I think I have the opposite problem though, where like I over-prep for that, where I'm tr- I'm trying to play against the player too much sometimes, mm-hmm. and then I miss like the very obvious play. Yeah. And so that happens. To- that's been happening to me a lot. So hopefully, hopefully, we could all get better, right? uh <laughs> that's why we're here. I've been laddering, right, but yeah, we're gonna go ahead let's go ahead and kick it on over to the news because there's some fun stuff to talk about, so we will catch you guys on the flip flop. <laughs>
1: Town Radio Tell. This just in.
0: Welcome to the news. In the news, we've got a few things to talk about. Not a ton of things, but a few. Uh, I think the most important at least for me in my heart of hearts is that this Friday, January 13th, is when Japan starts showing the episodes, the final 11 episodes of the anime,
1: ah. uh, which is
0: like Ash's send-off. So, if you want to keep up with those, you could do that. They also did just recently announce like the next two episode titles. And plot synopses. I think the second episode is going to have Misty and Ash trying to compete to catch a clauncher, if I'm not mistaken. That's cute. Yeah. And then they're going to go back, and then uh, apparently they're going to meet up with Brock and Silen, uh, because apparently Brock just got his heart broken by another girl.
1: What?
2: Uh,
0: yeah. These 11 episodes, I assume, are just going to be like a wild ride of nostalgia.
2: Right, I'm excited. I hope I hope Ash gets Misty her bike back finally, and we close
0: that loop because that needs to happen. Please stop, Seth. Do not hurt me. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> the people that post that on Twitter frustrate me to no end because Misty <laughs> did get her bike back.
2: No, 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 no. What? Ha- no, no, no. What happens? What happens here? Ash gives her her bike back, but on the seat is a box, and you don't see what's in the box.
0: Ash, she already got her bike back in season five. No.
2: I don't like that one. I want the other one. I, it want there to be a,
0: I want this to be a proposal. Season five is essentially when the Pokemon anime already ended. Uh, like, it, it, like the Pokemon anime had a very, very nice ending uh, in season five. And then they're just like, well, I guess we're going to send Ash to Hoenn now. All right. Well, tell us about some Scarlet and Violet stuff that's happened, Basket.
1: All right. So season two has begun and it runs until the end of the month. Uh, same rules as season one. Uh, the... Uh, Series two rules that'll run February until April. Add the Paradox Pokemon to the eligibility pool, which is pretty darn Ooh, cool. Ooh,
0: that's exciting and
1: scary, right? Mm-hmm. And then the Treasures of Ruined Quartet remains banned as well as the Face Legends and uh, Roaming Gimigool and all Pokemon not in the Pokedex. Good because
2: we don't okay, need okay. So Cinderace. I can't yeah. use. I can't use like Normal Quagsire, Cinderace, Charizard, yeah. things like that. Yeah, so, okay. those are those cool, are still
0: cool. banned in uh in VGC. And I think oh, they okay. will be I Makes mean sense. if we if we go off of what happened last time in uh it's probably gonna be this way for a little bit. Mm. It I the difference is at least Scarlet and Violet gave us a group of legendaries. That's true. Yeah. S- Sword and shield did not do that. Yeah. Sword and shield were just like, dogs. I'm and, <laughs> kinda happy that yeah. we don't yet have the treasures of ruin because they're Kind of stupid. They're doing that on purpose, because we, we already had that meta for a little bit in November, right? Uh-huh. Before VGC, like, before they made a season. Uh yeah. So everybody was playing, actually, with the rules where everything was legal, except for, you know, Rhydon and ride on. Right. And it definitely changed the game as a result. Like, it definitely yeah. changed the game to not include the Treasures of Ruin and to include the Paradox Pokemon.
2: I'm excited to see the... How, how many Torkoal will be used, and how many? I doubt this as much, but how many Pincurchin will be used just to augment those? Because mm. the the thing about the um, yeah, that's true. Those abilities is they don't care about Haze, so it's a really cool way to get around things like Murkrow and other th- things that use that. Because it's not like a stat change; it's just a flat yeah. stat boost. So Haze doesn't get rid of it.
0: The thing is, I don't think Dondozo does as well in those metas, so it might reduce For the sure. usage of Murkrow, right? Yeah, um, and which is fine. I mean, Murkrow can have its day in the sun, and it,
2: that's it. <laughs> day in the sun is now. And oh, one thing to note is that even though the Series Two rules go into effect in February, uh, for all of our Australian listeners who are going, who might be going to the OCIC, that will still be Series One rules. Yeah. So don't get your Paradox Pokemon ready by
0: then; they won't be allowed. Awesome, awesome. Well, uh, I think this is more you, Seth. You can go yeah, on and tell sure. us more things.
2: Yes, I mean this is our competitive episode, so we're going to touch on a little bit of VG world, and we kind of have a little bit with the VGC news here, but also uh, Smogon related news. Some of them are small. Uh, before I get into that, though, there is a second chance for Cinderace raids this weekend. If you missed out last time, like I did, so, so did I. you can grab a Cinderace. Apparently, I I forget what Pokemon
0: are good for it. Uh, Slowbro. We have it in the uh, Trades yeah. and Raids channel on the Discord at PuckleDiscord.com. Oh, there you go.
2: Okay, perfect. Mm-hmm. I'll have to look there. Um, but yeah, there's a second chance for Cinderace. On to the Smogon things and the big, big, big news that came out of it that I was kind of alluding to earlier. The suspect test for OU terastalization has concluded and terastalization remains and is not restricted in any way. So, Oof. no change.
0: I expect it to be shown in team preview at some point.
2: I expect that too, and that was far and away the... Thing that was going to happen if some kind of restriction happened mm-hmm. from what i saw it was 70 percent of people who responded and did the ranked choice thing said that if some action was to take place it should be that the team preview yes. thing far far away second at like 15 to 20 percent was outright ban and the other two things of like stab only and team captain barely made a blip on the results radar i think
0: those are just like very ridiculous i think team preview is semi-balanced yeah
2: and it's semi-endorsed
0: they do it for that's what they're doing for official yeah that's yeah that's what they're doing in official tournaments like the san diego is going on right now that's what they're doing in san diego exactly it's not it's not really team preview it's just open team sheets so you can go see your opponent's team before you play them right
2: that might be for a different reason though that's probably because game freak forgot to make a locked
0: box for it Uh, Game Freak forgot to do a lot of things for competition. They did, but
2: (laughs) let's not go down that rabbit hole because that'll have us going forever. But the next things on the radar, and some of these might actually be gone by the time this show comes out from what I have been reading. Um, We all know, in OU anyway, that Chi Yu is going to be the next quick ban, like for sure. And from a tweet that happened mere moments before we started recording... Uh, Finchinator, the OU head guy, one of this, one of the several, but the most public one, has said there's probably two other bans that are happening with that Chi quick ban at the same time. So it appears the votes have already taken place. Council side, they just have to finalize them, and we'll get those results here by the end of the weekend. But on the radar, other than Chi U, of course, which is limited now in survival, are the following: Annihilate, Cyclozar, Espothra, Chien Pao. Golden Go, Garganical, and Dragonite. Those are all on the radar, being considered. Doesn't mean they'll all be quick ban. Doesn't mean they'll all even be considered for quick ban. On the radar just means we've got our eyes on these. They might be suspect tested or considered in the future, but who knows? My prediction is that Annihilate and Cyclozar are the other two because they're stupid and need to go. But it probably that's yes. That's Smogon stuff, and we'll be getting more soon. Uh, the by the time we do the VG episode, I think UU will be in its official format. It'll be out of beta. It's in beta now, and other formats will be starting their alpha periods. So, it's exciting. We're getting the tiers back. It's a fun time.
0: Yay! <laughs>
1: Has Smogon started updating their, uh, um, like, recommended build stuff? Because I was looking, at, I yes. think last week or the week before, and it, I couldn't find anything.
2: What you'll want to do is make sure that, you've, uh, that you're in the Scarlet Violet one. Right. Um, they don't just update the hyperlink or whatever. So you'd want to go to smogon.com slash dex slash SV slash Pokemon, and you can start looking at preliminary builds from there.
0: Uh, Well, yes, some Pokemon Go news, though, Basket.
1: I'm going to give that to yeah. you. Yeah, we do. We have a Twinkling Fantasy event that uh, runs the 10th through the 16th and adds Mega Salamence to the game. It also adds Shiny to Dene, which is, you know, a cute Shiny. Mm-hmm. Uh, the event focuses on dragon and fairy type Pokemon.
0: Ooh. So this
1: is a fantastic event. However, if you want to purchase everything, um, and including the extra week, uh, you're looking at a total of like eight bucks. Oof, yeah, and it's not cheap. Um, so, uh, maybe pick sparingly. What what parts of this event that you want to uh, purchase tickets of things for are? Mm-hmm. Yeah, dragon and fairy type Pokemon. That's a I you know in a in a in a vacuum that's a fantastic event.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: All right. I've got the last two parts for Pokemon Go. Um, January 21st, just for folks to keep on their calendars, is another community day, and it's a classic one here. It's for Larvitar. So if you missed out on getting those, that's a good time. And second other part that I've got is, it happened, folks. Kecleon is out in the wild in Pokemon Go. It's incredibly hard to find, and apparently it's breaking a little bit, so they're probably going to... Have to rework it a little. But what it does is when you go to spin a stop, sometimes there'll be an invisible cacleon stopping it, and then the encounter starts. It's kind of cute. That is
0: cool. Yeah. Um. All right, so we've got the last thing that is going to cut at the end of every new segment, our Pokey prediction.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, we've got, uh, this week was the first VGC regional of the season. How many Don Dozo do you think made top cut? <laughs> um, my my answer is if out of the top eight i don't think it's gonna be it's not gonna near, be nearly as bad as lugia i will say probably like one or two
2: i i like that i think that's top cut like top eight yeah probably two teams with don dozo sounds fair but i'm gonna say three just to have a different number than you yeah we'll see I, if i'm right i don't know so. Think it's
1: don, don dozo is like one of the coolest new pokemon in my opinion right he, he looks he looks like this Old grizzled yeah. yakuza gangster whale, yeah, I and um, I think he's going to be in uh, three fourths of the teams in the top eight.
0: Oh my gosh, that'd be insane! I don't think that's going to happen just for style points. So six of the top eight. Wow, yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, it's going to be it's going to it's going to be <laughs> the uh, what is it? Um, the uh, Incineroar? The, the what was it? which one was it? Not Incineroar. Um, which regional did we just have? The uh, oh, the Latin American International Arlington? Championship. Uh-huh. uh with uh with lugia decks in the top eight right I think, it was, I think it was like six or i think that was six i think it was six of eight yeah i think it was six of eight for lugia decks yeah yeah all right well i that's what i say to so I, I think it's gonna be like one or two i don't think it's gonna be that many a lot of people <laughs> have figured out how to play around it yeah uh, and especially if you look at a lot of the tournaments that are happening online currently don doza doesn't top all the time anymore it really so. doesn't yeah from what i've seen yeah, it doesn't. It, you, you can play around with it. You just play mascot so or something. It's, it's
2: yeah. on my little VGC team that I
0: just go to. Show yeah, down it, ladder it's, very with easy, it's very easy. It's so very easy to fun. play around. Yeah, it's very easy to play with. But yeah, we. I I think that's gonna be it. We are gonna kick it on over now to Puckle's Poke Quiz, where we're gonna quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon. they can cash it in for an eighth point. Welcome to Puckles Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Thank you for that introduction. Our first question this week is going to come to you from the Purple Knight. Without taking into account abilities and moves, what two types cannot hit any type combination for 0.25 damage? So a quarter point damage.
2: 0.25, not taking into account abilities
0: and Without with no and, b- abilities and uh, yeah with no abilities or moves functioning okay not
1: hit for point
0: yeah so there's a there's only one type combination actually that if you do it you can only you cannot with any move type hit it for uh hit it for I mean it'll, re, it'll resist
2: not taking into account moves or abilities it would or just right, be the types two types not s- hit
0: yeah okay keep going yeah it yeah. would
2: just be the two types that have one resistance right now which would be dragon and ghost correct. Are you asking I'm thinking me? That's what it is. I'm 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 thinking out loud. Uh Basket, what do you think? Any thoughts?
1: Well doesn't doesn't Dragon resist like fire grass and Uh-huh. Uh, water?
0: These are the attacking types not the defending types. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But you have
2: to account for defending types for this one cuz I mean the but the 0.25 is by having a double resistance. There's some combination that gives a double resistance to everything except for as of gen 6 when they removed the uh ghost and dark resists from steel types
1: uh-huh.
2: ghost now only has one resist in dark dragon only has one resist in steel the others are immunities so there is no type combination short of abilities with a single type such as like a dark garganical with purifying salt that would that would make ghost point two five. but that's an ability
0: so yeah i'm pretty sure it's dragon ghost
1: we'll go with dragon ghost
0: dragon ghost is correct Ding, ding, ding. That's one Whoa, for nice. one for you guys. Our next question is going to come from, uh, from, uh, Basket, you haven't beaten Scarlet and Violet yet, so I'll make it a different one. <laughs> um, from White, what is the only electric type to have the ability limber? Huh.
1: <laughs> Do you know it, Basket? Um, I'm trying to go through my head because I play a lot of Nuzlocks, and I've been really disappointed sometimes when I catch one with a really crappy. Uh, um. It's a real, it's a real goofy electric type. I can tell you that. Oh, uh, 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 Stunfisk! That dope. you got it, yeah. Stunfisk. Yeah. Stunfisk is
0: correct. You your guys are two liver. four two. Your next question is your Pokedex entry question, as always. This one is going to come to us from Liger, the man who puts the trivia together himself. Woo. It's Pokemon Scarlet entry reads, it gulps anything that fits in its mouth. Its special enzymes can dissolve anything. Who's that Pokemon? Uh,
2: what's a, is it, is it just gulping? <laughs> I mean,
0: that
2: that would, would be my first that guess. That would make <laughs> sense. <laughs> um, or is it Swalot?
1: <laughs>
2: Which one's the preform? Swalot's the second one, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, Gulpin's the, the, the early one. Yeah.
2: Um, I mean, th- it it's says got gulp- the word gulp in, in the, it.
1: Yeah, let's do Gulpin.
2: Gulpin, locked in, <laughs> final answer.
0: Gulpin's technically not correct, but I'll give it to you. It is Swalot. Okay. Um, uh, <laughs> it, the answer is Swalot. Um, the, okay. The second entry was going to be from Omega Ruby, and it reads, When this Pokemon spots prey, it spurts out a hideously toxic fluid from, the pore- from its pores and sprays at the target. Once the prey yeah. is weakened, the Pokemon gulps it down with its cavernous mouth.
2: Cavernous? Okay, yeah, that we would have immediately just said swallow. Yes. Uh, Same oh, thing.
0: Yep, I'll take it. So you guys got two points there. So you guys are four for three. Your next question is going to be worth up to two points uh, in this question uh, because we're going to talk about some TCG. It's about TCG. There are, it looks yeah. like, four answers. Um, okay. I am going to give you one point for every two answers you give me. Alright. In the Game Boy Color Pokemon trading card game. Oh. What, were the, <laughs> what were the names of the four Grand Masters and what were oh. the four legendary cards? What? Um uh, okay, if you can tell me the legendary cards, I'll give you I'll just <laughs> give it to you. Because I think the names are a little unfair.
2: What are the legendary cards? Are they uh
0: I could have told you the legendary cards, at least three.
2: I mean, I mean, part of me wants to just say the starters, but also part of me wants to be like the birds and. So I remember, I remember, I, th-
1: I think I can remember like two, maybe, huh? Three. Um, you get two was-
0: strikes and then you're out. By the way, or three strikes and you're out. That's how it's baseball. Three peaceful. strikes and you're out. Okay. Yeah, you do have to lock in the answers. Okay. okay.
1: Um, I think, um, cause they were like, re- they were like really dopey names. I think it was like Steve, Jack, and, um, Rod or something. Like Holy and crap. And there was a girl. Holy
2: crap. Are that right? Did you get that right? There Those, was are right. Those are all right.
0: Those are all right. Oh my word, basket. You legend. I, well, I was laughing so basket, much I'm just going to give you the I, points. You got the names of these yes. people. I didn't expect you to actually get them.
1: Holy okay, macaroni. What was, what was the what was the girl's name though? What was the girl's name? Uh Courtney. Courtney. Okay. Oh. <laughs> They're all just such dopey names. I love it. Oh, oh my, wow. I can you named basket. it in
0: order too. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. In order? Yeah basket you legend <laughs> I don't even like okay but the legendary cards uh because what you are the cards? I'm, gonna, the cards. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you the two points uh only I because like there basket was one actually more, made no that's all there's there's just four um then you end up playing your rival I forget his name uh Uh-oh. oh 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 my gosh I it's on the tip of my tongue I I can Maybe see his der- derpy face but, his
2: rivals name is stinky because I name him myself. No, you can't <laughs> name you
0: can't name him uh oh but he's also just like a jerk on purpose. Like it was back in the day when like rivals could be mean to you and I missed that. Right, yeah. Uh all right, so the four legendary cards were Moltres, Zapdos, Articuno and uh Dragonite.
2: Okay, yep, that makes sense. And Dragonite. So those were yeah, the legendary the cards. And Dragonite makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm. They were the Game Boy color ex- or the Game Boy exclusive cards. Uh-huh. All right. Well, you guys are rolling on a perfect score right now. You guys wow. are at uh, you wow. guys are at 6 for 4. <laughs> Uh, your next question is your, uh, qu- uh what is it called? Uh, base stack question, as always. And it is just, it's a new year, guys. I'm just, I'm, I'm working Woo. on it. Uh, we're, we're all working on it, my yeah. guy.
1: <laughs> and this is where I come crashing down is the base stack totals. <laughs> well, you, do, you do
0: still have the hint, but of course, you can always cash the hint in if you get this correct you, for boo. a total of eight. All <laughs> right. So this next question is going to come to you from Deacon Cheese. Ooh. Which fully evolved starter Pokemon has the highest base attack?
2: Fully evolved starter, highest base attack. Does this take into account Megas? Uh, I'm gonna say no. Gonna say no. Okay. Uh, nothing Gen 1. Nothing Gen 2. Gen 3, Blaziken has 120. Uh, Gen 4, Infernape has like 116. Torterra's is not that high. Gen 5, Samurat. No, that's low. Uh, Embor's might be 125. We'll come back to that. Gen 6, um, Greninja, those guys, none of them. They're all special attack, speed, and um, defense. Gen 7, we've got um, Owl, Owl, Incineroar, <laughs> and Seal. No, those ones aren't it. Gen 8. Monkey, Cinderace, and, uh, Lizard. No, n- none of those. And finally, Gen 9. What are our starters here? Coco, um, the cat, who's 110, and, uh, the duck, who is also 120-ish? Okay. So the like, three that I we feel have like to it's consider. Be
1: the, the, the new, the new crocodile.
2: The crocodile is very slow but has high special attack and oh, defense special attack. That's what I mean. and HP. I think its HP is like 100 or 110. Um that's what makes it good. So the three we have to consider from are Blaziken, Embor, and Quaquaval, I think. Um if if Megas like that said if Megas don't take into account because then it would clearly be Mega Blaziken, which is like 150 or something stupid like that.
1: So I I'm, never used any of those Pokemon competitively, so I honestly have no idea. Okay,
2: I'm pretty sure that Quaquaval and Blaziken share 120, so I would put my guess on Embor at like 125 or some weird number above them. Um,
1: I, I'm I'm cool with us doing Embor because, um, yeah, I just remember its speed held it back a lot.
2: Yeah, yeah it's it's got high speed, not high speed, high attack, high HP that's what's what it's good at it's got like 90s in defense or something 80s 80s or 90s in it's defenses stats it's hp and attack though that its main focuses
0: are um i'm gonna say embor
1: yeah we'll lock that in Thatch
0: embor is unfortunately incorrect Ah, it's number two uh number two yeah you named everybody except the winner i think uh, really? the the, uh, the winner. Wait, wait wait, is... wait, wait,
2: wait, wait, wait! Oh, is it a lot? Is it a once or do we get another guess?
0: Oh no, you don't get another guess. This is the answer. Ah, oh, dang the, it! Okay, this is the answer. This is no. This isn't the multi-answer <laughs> question. The answer is Rilla. Up? The is Boom. Is it really? Oh. Rilla has got a base okay. attack of one twenty-five. Uh, M-Bor oh, is, okay. in well, a, yeah, M-Bor is in second. with said monkey. Yeah, Embor is in second with uh one three. Blaziken and Kwakwavl are at 120, and uh, Cinderace is at 116.
2: I had, like, 115-ish in my head for Rillaboom, and I thought it was mainly augmented by, like, the grassy terrain nonsense. No, it's just gross. That makes sense. Okay.
0: Yeah, so you guys got six points today, so that's nothing to sneeze at.
2: Sorry, Basket.
0: (laughs) It's okay. That is nothing to sneeze at, so... we are that uh, right. getting people are getting closer to forty, but it's still anybody's game. So in first place we have Seth Vilo with thirty one points. In second place we've got Linian with twenty six, and third Shark with twenty four. Doctor Shambu in fourth with twenty one, Whimsicott in fifth with seventeen, Sublime in sixth with fifteen, Mark in seventh with fourteen. Claude and Basket are now tied in eighth place with eleven, and Jushir and Sigma good. are. Uh, are tied in 10th with 6 okay, we'll, cool. we'll see who right, gets there Black next Black time too. yeah so it's 120 as well Cool. we will go ahead and kick it on over to the topic woo we have another review this week from iTunes from Boy Jeff amazing 5 stars I just started listening this year but I've loved it ever since well thank you for that and if you would like to review us wherever you listen to the podcast mm-hmm. we would really appreciate it It would help us out. On top of that, you might be able to be right on the show. Well, until then, we're going to kick it on over, guys, to the topic. Welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be just kind of the TCG update. There's not really a new set coming out. Oh, there is. Crown Zenith is dropping on January 20th. We do have uh, some Scarlet Violet information, some tournaments uh, that are coming up, as well as tournaments that have happened. I mean, there's one happening right now. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and uh, we'll jump into it. I know Basket hasn't been following as hardcore as like you and I have. I want to bring up a few notable cards from Crown Zenith, and by a few, I really just mean a few. <laughs> really
2: a few. Yeah, there are not a lot. This set is small to begin with, and most of it's art.
0: It is a small set, yeah. A lot of it's reprints, too. Yeah. There's a lot of reprints in this set, because this is a set out of Japan. At the end of each block in Sword and Shield, they've been doing these really big sets that are just kind of a celebration of the year. Honestly, in Japan, it's a way better deal than it is in the US because it's like, hey, we took all of the meta good cards and we reprinted them with really cool art and we put them in a pack for you. In the US, it's just like, ha 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 ha, suckers. Here's all the stuff that we forgot to put in. Here's the hop it from the e-block we forgot.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there you go, suckers.
0: <laughs> and you'll like it. Yeah, exactly. We get the cool art as well, but they're much harder yeah. to get than they are in Japan.
2: That's gonna be kind of exciting, honestly,
0: is the art. Because
2: if you want to bling out your deck, this is the set.
0: I'm very excited for not just this, but I'm very, I'm honestly just excited that this is the end of Sword and Shield, so we can get to Scarlet Violet, where they're gonna update the packs. Yeah, <laughs> because like the pack composition being updated, I think it's gonna have three three hollow slots now instead of the, oh yeah instead yeah, 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 yeah. instead of the one reverse hollow slot and then like the potential hollow rare. If we're gonna get three slots for that, so two of them are at least gonna be rares, which is very exciting. In every single pack of Scarlet Violet. Mm-hmm. I'm very, very excited to see this. It just makes me excited to open packs again. Honestly, yeah. Because honestly, opening these packs has been kind of bummer outside of Trainer Gallery. Even then, like, then you just end up with, like, way too much Trainer Gallery. <laughs> yeah, let's let's jump into it, though. I think the one that I am most excited for out of this set, Seth, is the uh, they, they're coming out with a Baby Zamazenta. Yeah. It has an attack. It does 100 plus 120 or something was like KO'd last turn for, uh, I think it's two metal and a colorless. Yep, that's right. I think the ability is more exciting where it takes 30 less damage from attacks if it's got any energy attached to it. Yeah. I think could be big, especially in like lost box matchups. What's his HP at? its HP is 130. It's 130. Okay, okay. Uh Which is actually kind of no- noticeable as well because a lot of things don't really, like if they're going to KO it, like one hit KO it, it's going to take a little bit. Of a push, and they might be at like 140, 150, and you might get two turns out of the baby Zamazenta.
2: Yeah. For instance, the couple that I can think of that that really messes the math up on are a Cramorant and a Mm Zigzagoon kind of ping loop. It is out of range of that. It is out of range of a Raikou, an amazing rare Raikou, and a Zigzagoon ping.
0: That's true. So, yeah.
2: Out of range, I think, from a Regigigas, because that does 150.
0: Yes, and so it's ten HP short. I think that prevents pretty much everything from Reggie to KO it, with the exception of the uh, Reggie Drago. Drago, yeah, the Drago
2: that does like a crazy amount of damage.
0: I, I mean, I think Metal actually is the big winner out of this set. In all honesty, first like, sure. I, I think Steel takes for yeah. the big winner.
2: I'm really excited about the Zamazenta too, because yeah. I've been. I intend on taking Lost Box to Orlando again, mm-hmm. but. Orlando, if I'm doing my math correctly, is going to be the first tournament that these Crown Zenith cards are legal. So this this deck with the Lost Box and the Zamazenta sprinkled in has been doing incredibly well at some recent Japan tournaments, littering Mm -hmm. the top 10, the top 16, things like that with different versions of it. It's very good in Lost Box. It really makes it so you can have the explosive power of Rayquaza and the instant response to a Stoutland without having to find... Snorlax and Choice Belt at the same mm-hmm. time. It gives you a really, really solid answer to those things, and just solid damage for whenever things are KO'd, which your opponent will be doing. They play right into your strategy. It's great.
0: Do you have any other favorites, Seth? I mean, we have a list. I'll let you just pick one. Yeah, and we could talk about it. Yeah, and and obviously, Basket, feel free to stop us and yell at us. Ask us a question oh, or yeah, anything like yeah. that. If we, yeah. if we go too fast
2: on anything, so here's one. I'll take this one because it's really complicated. It is a new item card or a tool card. It won't be an item for much longer. Uh, it is another one of those seal stones. We've seen two so far. The earthen, which does, which, you know, reduces everything to 100 HP on your opponent's side and the forest, which lets you search your deck. Uh, they use your V star power without having to have a V star in play. So long as they're attached to a basic V. Uh, this one is the sky seal stone. And it says on there, the Pokemon V this card is attached to can use this V-Star power. And it says, the here's this is an ability, it's really weird, and there's a lot of conditions to it, so bear with me. I'm going to read it verbatim. You may use this ability during your turn, obviously. During this turn, when the damage from the attack of your basic Pokemon V knocks out your opponent's active Pokemon V-Star or V-Max take an additional prize card it's very
0: exciting it's like one turn adp
2: yes one turn adp for stuff like that and the cool combos that you see with this are things like Drapion v slap this on a Drapion v and smack into a Mew v max and take four prizes off of it leaving only a two prizer that you have to take from that point uh, you can do the same thing with galarian moltres v a reminder it has to be it has to be a basic V that does the damage to a V star or V max. Those are the conditions. From what I see, I don't even think it has to be the Pokemon that it's attached to that does the damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, you just activate the power and from there it goes forward. Okay, that was a mistake on my part for my hand testing. That's exciting. Uh, another
0: one. That's awesome. No, the Sky Stone is very exciting. I, I don't think I don't know if it's going to be as played as people think it is, though. No, no, it's very hard to get those conditions. Well, not only that, but like you're filling up so much deck space for like a very techie card. Uh huh. I feel like playing Drapion in any deck to like counter Mew is already very hefty as a price. Right. And to go ahead and be like, also Sky Sealstone. When it, honestly, yeah. in my opinion, I don't think Drapion... I, I don't think you need the extra prize off of me v- VMAX, v- honestly, to beat me v- VMAX after you tap it.
2: It makes the mapping a lot easier for a Lost Box matchup, especially if they're the Lost Zone. I will agree with that. Because you take the Mew, then you take a Genesect with a, Z- with a Zamazenta.
1: How easy would it be now versus once they change it to a um tool card? Uh-huh. To,
2: like, not an item card, but a tool card kind of a thing? Yeah,
1: yeah. How, um... How easy now versus later would it be to, like, grab it? Like, if you had, like, a one
2: About the same, I think. About the same. A Lost Box tends to sometimes play things like Pokestop, which uh-huh. would no longer work. So right. in some situations, it'll be a little harder to find. A lot of these decks also play Raihan, though, which lets you search for anything. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really change that. So another another cool, a couple cool Pokemon that can use this really well are things like Raikou V to take a Lugia and get three prizes off of a Lugia, so you're that much closer to the game. And Crabominable V, not a really well-known name, but it's got that Destroyer Punch attack, which does 90 damage by itself, uses Water Energy, which a lot of these decks tend to play, and then does 60 more damage for each damage counter on the opponent's active. So you can magnify some... Cool little lost uh, zone, uh, lost mind pings, and really explode things with the Crabominable.
0: Yeah, for so, yeah, sure.
2: That's a cool one.
0: The other ones that are pretty cool are the Zacian V Star, which I think is really like what's really cool is I think you, you told me this before, and I didn't see it until we, I started looking at the set more, Seth. Uh, mm-hmm. That Dialga was going to be like an okay deck. Yeah. <laughs> I saw after seeing this, I don't disagree with you though. Because, uh, there's a, there's the Zacian V that everybody plays in steel decks where you can, uh, do Intrepid Sword and you draw three cards. And if there's an energy in it, you can just attach it to something
2: specifically itself.
0: It's specifically itself. That's true. Yes. But what's really great is you could like play that in Dialga and that Zacian's good on its own. Don't get me wrong. Could get stopped by things like Miltank. Yep. Which I wouldn't be surprised if it just sees an uptick again later on. I mean, it's always there to some extent.
2: It's annoying, that's for sure. I faced a number of them testing for, what was that one, NAIC that we went to? Yes, yes. And when I played Dialga like a fool. Oh,
0: well, that was when Miltank was like the new hotness, right? So
2: That was, and I had like, I think I had Canceling Cologne in the deck, yeah. and I never faced one that day, but I gosh, know. was I ready.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I hate it when that happens, man. Tell me about you it. you got a tech in your deck, and it just, uh.
0: Man, tell me about it, Basket. I played Galarian Moltres, like the baby in the Lugia deck, and I played for Mew, and I played zero Mews. I was so upset.
2: <laughs> right? Same. I didn't face a single Mew.
0: <laughs> and you know what was worse? Is every single match that I sat down, I was sat next to a Mew mirror. Right? Oh, man. And I was just like, they're just playing each other. What's going on? <laughs> match against me. Match against me. They're like, they're like, but no, Thatch. You need to play the Jolteon V, me- anti-meta deck. <laughs> With your Lugia deck. <laughs> With your Lugia deck. Have fun. Exactly. And I'm just like, God. <laughs> That was a fun time.
2: But why does the why does cessation get past uh Tank thatch and lighten me?
0: It, well it's got it's got its own shred. I forget what the account what the attack's actually called, but it's a uh, it's yeah. shred it's shred so it bypasses all abilities that are on or anything that's affecting the pokemon for preventing it from being attacked. Mm-hmm. And it does it for 200, which is insane.
2: Yeah. That
0: is like crazy high. I think the highest shred otherwise is like 160. Giratina has it and I believe the Aegislash has Aegislash v or Vmax has it
2: it does i think the Aegislash slash is like 130 uh, 130ish yeah that sounds right so yeah the mm-hmm. Aegislash, slash maybe
0: i mean the 200 i think is very unnecessary i don't see a 200. way 200 i don't i don't think Ooh. you i don't think there's a situation in which i go yeah i need more than 160
2: it's good just flat damage though it's
0: nice yeah it's nice to have
2: toss a belt on it that's basic v's
0: it does have a v star attack as well but i don't know that there's ever going to be a deck that just runs this to use the v star yeah. attack but it is nice it is it is nice I guess if you like have a really bad start and you are playing Dialga. <laughs> you could go ahead and V-star for. I think it's two two metal and two colorless, I think. Correct. Yeah, two metal, two colorless. And it does like 310, which is insane. That's a Mew. Yeah, that's a Mew. That's a lot of things. With a belt, that's everything, I think. Which is great actually cuz like that hits numbers that like Lugia can't hit. Mhm. Well actually, I think Lugia can hit 340. No, it can hit 3.30, 3.30, 3.30, it's 3.30.
2: Do any of these other cards that we've got on our little list here speak to you, Basket?
1: They're all in Japanese. <laughs> that's true. Uh, from what I'm looking at. So, no.
0: There's a big one, though. Like, I think we haven't talked about the biggest one. Like, we've talked about some big ones, but I think the one that's going to be the most creative is going to be the Radiant, the Radiant turn of this. Ooh, yeah. That's a fun
2: one. Oh, that one's in English. That one's English? Give it a whirl, Basket. I right. How do
0: you think it's good? I think that one's been revealed. I think it has, yeah. I don't think it's going to be the best one, but I think it's going to be the most fun one to see play.
1: Yeah. So it's, uh, dragon, uh, dragon type. It's just a basic ability, climactic gate. When you play this Pokemon from your hand onto your bench during your turn, you may search your deck for up to two Pokemon VMAX and put them on your bench. Then shuffle your deck. If you use this ability, your turn ends. And then it's, it's got, so good. um, because it's a dragon type, it's got a fire, water, and, um, uh, normal energy cost for Power Beam, which does 200 damage flat.
0: The ability's insane. That's such a cool... That's a very good ability. The amount of time
2: that I've just searched my deck desperately for a VMAX, trying to get it into play. Things like, uh, to name a couple, like Shadow Rider Calyrex. It's very vulnerable in its first form, but if you can just cheat two of them out, yeah, your turn ends, but now you're
0: done. You could do this with so many Pokemon. You could do this with a lot. Um, Like, I think... You could do it with Regilecki to some extent. I think Duraldon. Yeah. I think Duraldon likes this.
2: Duraldon. Duraldon really likes this. Duraldon's incredible because it's so, so vulnerable in its yeah. first stage. But if you can just cheat it out, have this as, <laughs> you know, a one prize, and then yep. all of a sudden you've got Duraldon that's immune to damage while it's got, while things have special energy on it. Mm-hmm. There's no bossing KOing the baby. There's just It.
0: Yeah, exactly. No, that was, that's the biggest thing with Raldon, too, especially in, like, the Lugia matchup. Yeah. If you just get the big boy out, it
1: doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is an absurd card.
0: Yeah, no, it's really fun. I mean, I don't think it's going to be the best just because, like, your turn ends, right? That is rough, It's, yeah. it's going to slow you down a little bit, but could you imagine a turn one where you do that? Right? You've got two
2: VMAXs down already? Like, what?
0: You got two VMAXs ready to go for the next turn? Like, that would be pretty intense, I'm very excited to see that go. I'm very excited. I don't think it's going to be good, but I think it's going to be fun. I think there's going to be a lot of different decks that can do this. Because, like, you can also imagine doing this with the paralysis being big again, right? I guess it's not as big anymore, really. Like, there was that one regional where everybody did it, and then nobody really cared anymore. (laughs) Which surprises me, by the way. Yeah. I'm very surprised that people stopped doing it, because it's really how you can stop things. But Espeon uh, Vmax sees a lot of play because of that, and so you could just get Espeon Vmax out right away.
2: Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. You don't have to worry about the vulnerability exactly, of baby and everything immediately has the immunity to effects, so like yep. you can't be Eveltald. Yeah,
1: exactly, That's cool.
0: Turn one, you can't be Eveltald. Like that's pretty good.
1: I mean, there's got there's got to be like a pretty quick engine to get Eternatus out there to fill up your bench early.
0: Quick ball for done. sure. <laughs> I mean, just quick, quick ball. Yeah.
1: ball. Quick ball. That's what I'm. Saying.
0: Yeah, and quick ball. The ones that
2: the lists that I've seen, the preliminary lists that are coming out of Japan, uh frequently they're the Duraludon paired with like I think so. one copy of the Flying Pikachu that blocks basic damage.
0: The, no, that's what I would do as well. I agree with this.
2: And you just are are a little tiny Lost Box deck until you hit seven cards and can Mirage Gate and immediately do something with one of these Vmax. This sounds so fun. Cheated out. I love this. And you play this with a couple Hisui and Heavy Ball, so you always guarantee you can find the Radiant Eternatus. And it's it's so fun. You save so much deck space and time.
0: I would play this deck, right? I would play this deck, not because it's good, but because it's fun.
2: You don't have bad starts either, because you don't have the basics.
0: Exactly. Like
2: just just avoid path, and you're fine.
0: Yeah, avoid path. God, man, I can't believe that path hasn't seen more play. By the way, yet maybe right? it's gonna. Maybe it's this weekend. This is the weekend it does. Because remember, I was telling you before Arlington, I was just like, I think path should be everywhere. Uh huh. I agree with you. I mean, yeah, if no, I think if you play a very heavy path deck right now, I think you could see a lot of success. Yeah. That's why Re- I think that's why Reggie's was seeing so much success. Exactly. Lately, was yeah. because of the heavy path. There are some like heavy path Lugia builds you can do, and I wouldn't be surprised if one of those does really well this weekend. Mm-hmm. I think path is just like way overdue. It's uh, it's monumental return, but we'll see. Did we miss the uh, we missed the Zamazenta, I think the the V-Star, one. the V-Star. Yeah, like it's OK. It's very missable.
2: We're now we're moving on to the really meh portion yeah (laughs) it's a teeny tiny set y'all
0: well new card wise i think yeah honestly really pissed because it's like a catch-up set right like the one card that we didn't get in lost origin that we probably should have was the rotom v-star right everybody got really excited because like it won a thing very early on
2: yeah it yeah i don't think it won or did it did it win it got like really
0: high it did really well once and then everybody's like it's gonna
2: be good I think it got like seventh out of a tournament of multiple thousands of people.
0: Yeah. Okay, but there's a lot of... In Japan, I don't know that that counts. In Japan, I don't it think counts. It was
2: Yokohama on September 17th, and there were 3,166 players, and it got seventh.
0: That's average for Japan, I think. Like yeah. tournament size. Yeah, but that's what that one was. <laughs> but they all do best of one, so like I don't know if it counts. That's true, too. and But the Rotom was just do keep in mind though if you go play locals they are also best of ones so
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah until you get to like top eight if your local's big enough yeah i mean rotom's goof we can talk about it real fast
0: yeah go for it go for it
2: it's got 250 hp it's got an attack scrap pulse which is just basically what the rotom v has but better damage numbers um Put any number of Pokemon tool cards from your discard pile into the lost zone. This attack does 40 more damage for each card you put in the lost zone in this way. It starts at 80, though, as opposed to 40, like the baby Rotom. So it it ramps up damage. Well, that's one fewer tool card you have to get rid of to hit the same number. So that's cool. Um, and I think the main gas... Comes from the ability, which is Conversion Star. During your turn, you may use this ability, discard any number of cards from your hand, then draw that many cards. Oh. Easy. Get rid of all the tools in your hand that you've collected, and that's an ability, not an attack, so you just immediately scrap pulse them away and do a ton of damage.
1: Yeah. Do we know how that's going to work after the, I don't know, the. Tool Errata or whatever we're going to call it.
2: Yeah, it shouldn't change anything because nowhere on here does it specify items. Uh, the Scrap Pulse Attack says specifically Pokemon Tool cards and the Conversion Star is just discard cards from your hand up to a certain number. There's nothing that specifically states item versus tool. Well, item, tool, whatever. So it should be largely unaffected by the Errata. The only difference is it would work now slightly better with stop because those tool cards are immediately thrown in the discard so mm-hmm. that's the only difference i can see so it gets better with the errata hooray yeah yeah <laughs> good question though that's a that's something i had not considered basket that's that was a really good thing to point out
0: i don't even want to talk about some of these you put on here because i think reggie <laughs> is like a garbage card
2: it's kind of garbage it's cute it's cute with switch cards and it could For go sure.
0: really well with the gardevoir engine Maybe, but I don't know. I, I, I'm not very excited about it. The Bidoof, I think, is more exciting. Like it's It's Honestly, got its, yeah. it's got its own bench barrier, and it's just like, yeah, we lose Quick Ball, so Bibarel would really like to have a, a Bidoof that won't die.
2: Built-in bench barrier is cool. It's only for itself, of course, but it's cute. It does have 60 health, and it will be hit by a Sableye, but that's late game, and hopefully by then it's a Bibarel.
0: So, like, a card that people... I think the Luxray, it may not be good now, but it might be good later. There's a Luxray in the set.
2: Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And it's very it's very much so uh reminiscent of the uh
2: Were you playing I, I don't remember if you were Thatch Basket, were you playing back when the
0: old Talonflame was around? I was. I was. I have I have the Greninja deck.
1: What set was that in? That
0: was in that was in Steam Siege. Yeah, that's right. Yes, yes, it was in yes, Steam Siege.
1: Sh-
2: Do you remember the Talonflame and how crazy it was?
1: Yes. That's the one um where like it would go straight on the bench, right?
0: Straight on the active if, you, if it's in your opening hand, if it's in your opening hand, it goes straight on the active, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can just yeah. set that up as your, as your quote-unquote active basic yeah. instead of an actual basic.
1: Yeah, that was the starter for Greninja, right?
0: They got a Luxray that's doing that now.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah.
0: So it might be okay. I, I'm waiting for the game to slow down a little bit before I say it's good, but...
1: I'm happy for Luxray to be able to do something. Right? It should have a little bit of love.
0: I mean, I think it's one colorless, too, for its attack. It does 50, which isn't a lot. But it does let you just grab two trainers. Yeah.
2: And what's cool about the Luxray, too, specifically, on top of the grab two trainers, which is kind of worse than the Talonflame because Talonflame was just grab two of any card. Right, yeah. But the Luxray, number one, has more health. That's important nowadays. It's got 160 instead of
0: 130.
2: Number two, it hits for a weakness.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's true. It does hit for a weakness. Which is big. The Talonflame was colorless. And it's free retreat. Was the Talonflame not free retreat?
2: I think the Talent Flame was too, but the Luxray that surprises me, given its in-game
1: speed stat is so low.
0: Yeah, okay, but I, I don't think they pay attention to those things anyway. I'm
1: gonna be I honest. I mean, Regielecki has like three. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think I think they pay attention to it when they want to. Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> when they want to. The Talent Flame did have free retreat. <laughs> yeah, I do for remember sure. that. It, it is almost exactly the Talent Flame. Actually, that's what it's this co- cute though. I miss that. I miss that so much.
2: You can play it with fossils. You can make you can make Lucia at home. <laughs> lugia at home what the old like fossil type lock decks with Talonflame? flame yeah <laughs> what you do is you play like four Luxray, a single basic because you legally have to have one i hate this <laughs> and a bunch of fossils and Lugia you just rare candy you put the fossil down because it's not a Pokemon and you lead with Luxray every single time <laughs> and you make Archeops with rare candy whatever there you oh go my gosh. Ar- Lugia
0: at home Lugia at home <laughs> it, it would just end up being like a single prize Archeops deck
1: exactly that sounds like a Jushiro deck right there that sounds like a Jushiro deck
0: <laughs> every Archeops just powers itself up immediately and just starts <laughs> smacking <laughs>
2: That could be really goofy. That could be absolutely nutty.
0: That would be a goofy deck. I kind of want to just build that. Right. <laughs> I kind of just want to build that and make it make it, even though it's bad.
2: If you do the four Luxray and one basic,
0: yeah. the chance is there. Okay, so when it, when it drops on PTCGO, I'm going to build it, and it's going to be so bad. Yes.
2: <laughs> and we have gotten confirmation that Crown Zenith will hit PTCGO. Yeah, we know that. So... That's a good thing. And we've got at least a couple more months
0: for the client Yeah, before the client becomes awful. Yeah.
2: We've yet received no word of when it will hit PTCG live, which we're all not surprised about both a, because it's in beta still and B because it's wonderful. Great. It's the
0: best one. So happy for it to exist. Nobody's upset.
1: I would like to point out real quick before we move on, um, that to, to the listeners that didn't listen to the TCG, um, show, uh, Tushiro's a great uh TCG player. Mm -hmm. He just loves fossils too much, and he's constantly Uh building Uh like fossil teams and trying to make them work, and they always have some new gimmick or some new card that like (laughs) Tashiro's like, oh well, you know, maybe maybe it can work this way, you know. So I wasn't disparaging him. I was just, you know, friends don't let friends play pup fossils.
2: Exactly. There's the meme. There it is.
0: I hope I can meet up with you guys once I get the cube built, because I want to watch Tushiro try. (laughs) I am very excited for this. Maybe we should just cube hey, online one day.
2: It's fun. <laughs> it's fun goofiness. And this gives the garbage archetype of fossils a new breath of life and makes it have potential. I'm kind of excited Something this. It
0: gives it something.
2: I think they even have a Dracovish right now that prevents evolution. Uh, I think. Let me look. So it's like the old Archaeops that was banned.
0: Oh my gosh, you are correct, actually, yeah. Does it
2: have to be active, or can it be just anywhere? It has to be active, though. It has to be active. That's kind of fun. That could be cute.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I wanted... To, I was going to talk about some Scarlet Violet stuff, but we've talked for a while, actually, so I don't want to do that. We can save that yeah. for two months from now, when we have, like, actual yeah, more. when it's
2: closer to actually releasing. <laughs> <laughs> There's some cool things coming from it, though. We haven't seen a lot, but we've seen a couple cards that'll be notable... Both for now and after rotation when it lands.
0: I also wouldn't say much has happened in the meta since the last time, in all honesty. Not really.
2: Like, we were prepping
0: for Arlington last time. And I don't think much has changed in the way of those expectations. I think the only thing that's happened is there's been, like, a slight resurgence in uh, coughing Eternatus. Yes. I think that's the only thing.
2: All because of Shamu.
0: No, it was because that deck in (laughs) Japan did really well. It's not bad, honestly. It's also seeing, like, moderate success, right? It's a fun deck, though. I mean, it's fun. It's fun for the person playing it, not the person playing against it, but... Exactly. If you want to feel good by making everybody else feel bad, go play it.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Tons of tons of things are so reliant on their abilities, and Mm -hmm. if you can just wheezing stall them out of it and possibly throw in additional poison bits, a Crobat VMAX weaved in there somewhere, Yep, you can be the most annoying deck in the room, and that's what you want to be. Sometimes. 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 (laughs) It's good, though.
0: Yeah, other than that, I don't think there's been much. And I, I am excited for Crown Zenith though, mostly because there's pretty cards. It's just all, That's the only reason.
2: That's the other thing I was going to throw out there, too, is that we mentioned it earlier, but some of these arts, you got to go look them up, folks. They are yeah. absolutely beautiful and great ways to bling out your deck. It's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, it Some of them, I think, even have the story. You were talking about to, that to me off-air, uh, Basket, about, like, I think some of them have cool stories to them, basically.
0: They do that. They do that.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's uh this is actually one of the best, um, uh, artwork wise, um, full arts I've seen in a very long time. So collectors should definitely be, um, on the lookout for these. Um, there's like, there's, um, a set of nine cards divided into three, um, uh, little groups where if you line up three, there's a whole scene Ooh. of three different cards, with three different Pokemon, um, that create an, an entire scene. So there's three sets of three that do that. And then there's also a set of two where, um, it's a Mewtwo. It's from Mewtwo's perspective and he's attacking a Charizard in the air with all this like great background, um, artwork. And then the, uh, there's the opposite, which is a Charizard card and it's from Charizard's perspective doing that. I mean, they're just, I don't know who was doing the, uh, the art design for these. Um, but they really went kind of crazy with it and I love it. It's, it seems like a lot of new, um, Exciting, fun, really dynamic artwork. It's, it's, it's great. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, uh, real quick too. There's a, uh, um, uh, a Dunsparce card, um, where it's like three Dunsparce and they're all sleeping in what looks like a college dorm room.
2: Ha, <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> they're, they're like two of them are in the bunk and then one of them's just like sleeping under a pile of clothes. That's
2: adorable.
1: And then quite possibly my favorite one, uh, just cause of how derpy it is, is, uh, So it's a Ditto card, but it's just a field, um, like a wide open field full of Numel. Yep. And then there's and and they're all eating grass. There's one. And there's there's just one 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 Numel with the derpy Ditto face.
2: (laughs) I love that so much because it references the whole like peeling thing. That's so cool. (laughs) Yeah,
0: it's very good. I really like it. All right, so I think this is where we're gonna stop. This was uh, it was shorter than our other competitive episodes, but I thought it was uh, it's warranted with the shorter set.
2: Yeah, and there's not a whole lot of active development right now. No. Lugia is being teched for against and all that kind of stuff more, yep. but it in turn is teching back. Um, it's still very much a Lugia best deck meta with yes. some other things creeping their way back. Um, so keep an eye on tournaments. We've got San Diego now. We've got Orlando, Orlando at the beginning of February, and then Knoxville, Knoxville Tennessee later. Yep. So. Yep, yep. We'll uh we'll be back at you in March with more TCG when three more regionals have completed and see where we get there. And hopefully I'll be the champion of two of those so I can be halfway to my world's invite.
0: (laughs) 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 All right. Well, on that note, we are gonna go ahead and we're gonna kick it on over to Puckles Pokemon of the episode. We will catch you guys on the (laughs) flip-flop. Episode. Welcome to our Pokemon of the episode. I guess we technically don't have the National Dex number yet. We should. I think Cerebi figured it out. I think they did, but it's not confirmed, confirmed, confirmed nah. yet. And so this is uh Palafin, the dolphin Pokemon, or the hero Pokemon, depending on uh when you see him. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm gonna read two entries here because I can. Yes. It's Zero Form Violet entry is its physical capabilities are no different than a finizens but when its allies are in danger it transforms and powers itself up and its hero form scarlet entry is this pokemon's ancient genes have awakened it is now so extraordinarily strong that it can easily lift a cruise
0: ship with one fin it's such a silly pokemon i love it oh my gosh he's fun <laughs> the zero form is pretty bad but the uh, hero form is actually really good. The hero form... Bananas. Yeah, the hero form... So, like, we're talking going from a base, like, 450 to, like, a base 650, which is kind of bananas. Yeah. Um, base 100 speed, uh, which is insane on both, by the way. So, like, you can switch out and flip turn very easily. Um, and you get base 160 attack, though, in hero form, which is insane. Base 106 special attack, which people... Well, it's lower than the attack, but that's still not that bad. Uh, that's... That's high. That's uh, higher than Starmy. Yeah. Like, yeah, it base that that's higher than Talonflame's attack stat. Uh, uh yeah. <laughs> um, it's base HP is 100, base defense of 97, base special defense of 87. Like this thing is It's not
2: re- bad. It's pretty good. Uh It's only 20 base points lower than Miraidon and Koridon. I like, know. What? <laughs> Uh, That's why it, it's banned in OU. Get that garbage it, out of It here. also
0: does have a signature move in Jet Punch, uh, which is just a Water type physical move that punches, um, and it gives it priority. It's like it's like Mach Punch, but better. Um, it
2: is better in that it's got 60 base power instead of 40, like all other priority moves.
0: Mm-hmm. So it, uh, on top of that, like people typically will terrestrialize it into the Water type. Yep. So you just get even more, and it's just stupid. It's just stupid. <laughs> It's move pool isn't, like, super deep, but it's deep enough. Thank goodness. Yeah, it's not super deep, but it's deep enough. So you can... It does get haze somehow as well, by the way. Uh, That's so weird to me. uh, Which is of note if you're playing in VGC. Um, It's not a great deep move pool, but it does get close combat. It does get, like, uh, a couple ice-type moves. I don't think it gets ice punch, though.
2: I think it does, actually. Does it?
0: Does it? Okay, maybe I missed it. Um, it, uh, Nope. Let me look at this right now. I'm looking... Ice ice disarming voice icy wind ice punch never mind there it ice is. punch tm69 yep nice ha 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 nice uh about uh, about um it uh, gets acrobatics oh my okay never mind it's move pool's really good i hate i hate
2: this it gets exactly what it could need and nothing more it gets outrage <laughs> why would you use outrage never mind it gets boom burst which is cute as a dolphin
0: i yeah i i love that everybody's been asking for a dolphin pokemon for so long and then we did literally just get a dolphin
1: Yep, that's great, and
0: it's a good one. too. I wonder if
1: that was the same thing with the uh, flamingo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no,
0: flamingo is actually like a really cool Pokemon, um, and you can't convince me otherwise. I think I think it's very cute and very cool.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a flamingo.
0: It's a it's a flamingo. This is fl- Flamingo, but this is Palafin's week, not Flamingos. Yeah, we do have a team. It is a VGC team. I played one match, exactly one match with it. <laughs>
2: So we have the expert here.
0: <laughs> I so I'm essentially I essentially know everything about this team <laughs> uh, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, but it, it's actually a really fun team. I, I guess I'll start with the bottom two because that's where the uh, that's where Palafin is. Uh, Palafin it's holding the choice scarf to make sure that you can always go first. Um, for the most part, even without speed control, um, this is uh, it. It's got a zero to hero ability. Its terra type is water, so that you can just hit harder when you go. Um, uh, 124 HP, 172 attack, 12 defense, four special defense, 196 speed. Because you're already choice scarfed, and you're just outrunning a few things that probably can uh, cause issues pre-tailwind. Um, and so, uh, that's really good. Like Palafin's just good. I have I, I appreciate it. It's got uh, Jolly nature, so it goes fast. Wave crash, flip turn, close combat, and Haze as a tech option. So if you're up against a Dondozo Tatsugiri lead. You can just haze them and then switch out, mm-hmm. uh, which is very fun. I really like that. Uh, <laughs> I really, really like that. But yeah, I uh, all, there's also Garchomp because this is VGC right now, and this is the meta. Right. It's uh, holding an assault vest. It's got rough skin, terror type steel, so you can resist things like uh, fairy moves, which is somewhat typical of what you'll see on Garchomp's. Uh, 172 HP, 92 attack, four defense, four special defense, 236 speed, because you're just trying to outspeed those base 100s anyway, so who cares? Um, Adamant Nature, Earthquake, Dragon Claw, Rock Slide, and Stomping Tantrum. And th- I mean, this is just Garchomp. Like, that's just Garchomp. mm <laughs> somebody else go.
1: Uh, so we've got a, uh, Salamence with a Life Orb with the ability Intimidate, Terror-type Steel. EV's 4 HP, 252 attack, 252 speed, and a jolly nature. We got dual wing beat, Dragon Claw, Brick Break, and Tailwind to speed up those spicy picks.
0: That's so cool. Tailwind on Salamence. <laughs> so exactly the one thing that I like, the one game that I've played, the things that I've appreciated about this team thus far, because I've played a lot of VGC uh, recently, is that... I love that it has everything that your typical VGC team would, but in very unexpected places. Right. Yeah. Which I love because your opponent doesn't know that my t- my Salamence is here because it's going to tailwind this turn. They're just scared because there's a Salamence on the other side of the field. <laughs> and they're not. Th- I, I guarantee you that nobody will expect the Palafin Haze. Nobody <laughs> yeah. is going to. Nobody expects the Palafin Haze. Choice Scarf, Palafin, Haze, too. Like Yeah, nobody's expecting this. <laughs> nobody's expecting it. But keep going, basket.
1: All right. And then next up, we've got a Sylveon with Throat Spay. Well, <laughs> Throat Spray. Enunciation. <laughs> <laughs> Ability Pixelate, Terror Type Fire for those sweet, sweet resistances. And then we've got uh, EVs, 212 HP, for Defense, to 156 special attack four special defense and 132 speed modest nature hyper voice terror blast quick attack and protect
2: pretty standard sylveon it is it is as far as like what is in vgc the one thing that i see that's weirdly different about it is that it's got throat spray instead of something like babbery berry to go against golden go
0: but throat spray is actually the more common item i think now is it? Okay. Yeah, I believe so. I can I can fact check myself and be wrong, mm. but let me look. Uh but I'm pretty sure f- throat spray is uh is the more popular item currently on Sylveon, only because you get the plus ones and you can just start hitting things like really hard. Yeah. Uh, especially in terms of like a Trick Room team, which you're about to talk about. Um yeah. it's uh it's definitely uh a big deal. Let me look. Sylveon, does Hyper Voice Sylveon. hit
2: two things? It does. In- it is PGC? spread.
0: It is spread. Oh.
1: Yeah. Okay. It is spread so it's like when, when was the last vgc where sylveon was like a big
0: the, uh, literally like uh, in sword and shield no this is a lie Seth. that's uh, what i was
1: thinking uh, <laughs> I, I thought anything. it was in the in the first uh um the first one where we went to 3d uh, yeah sylveon
0: was a was around then too for sure yeah sylveon uh the number one okay you were you we were both right seth uh the number one item <laughs> is babiri berry at 28 percent. Um, but following up in second place at twenty seven point seven percent Oh okay uh, is yeah. throat spray. <laughs> 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 so it's like it's just like yeah, okay. So it's uh it, it's just what are the other and then I guess
2: with the next two guys you're not as
0: concerned about the make it rain, so no, okay. you're not no, you're not really. And even then you just type into you tear into fire at that point.
2: That's true too. Yeah. You just
0: tear into fire. But yeah, go ahead. Talk to about talk to us about the other two.
2: Yep. I will start with the support guy first and then go into the big guy. It's indeedy female holding a Colbert berry to stop dark attacks, right? Yep. Yeah. Colbert is dark. Um, ability is psychic surge and it's terra type is ghost for a reason. I forget exactly what there was, I read something
0: recently and that's a good type for it. I forget why. Oh, population bomb. That's why yep.
2: population bomb.
0: Um, Population the other the option that I've seen for Indeedy to get around population bombs is just to hold the Rocky helmet.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um EVs are two fifty-two HP, two twenty-eight defense, and twenty-eight special defense with a calm nature. I'm guessing those twenty-eight special defense hit a bonus point, but what do I know? And the moves are psychic, follow me, protect, and trick room. A Reminder that Psychic Surge sets up the Psychic Terrain for you, and Follow Me is good and annoying, Protect is VGC staple. Trick Room leads directly into our next guy, which is crazy. We've got Armor Rouge holding a Weakness Policy. Its ability is Weak Armor, and its type is Dark, probably to keep weird things from hitting it. I forget. Probably, again, that Golden Ghost Shadow Ball or whatever. Yeah. Its EVs are 116 HP, 12 defense, 252 special attack, 4 special defense, and 124 speed with a modest nature. And its moves are expanding force, armor cannon, the fire type, um, special close combat or whatever, wide guard, and protect. Very cool little set. Expanding force, if you don't remember... It's the tutor move thing from Isle of Armor that does crazy amounts of damage when it's in psychic terrain, and it still retains stab even if it terastalizes. It's also limited to armor rouge at this point in time. Nothing else currently gets
0: it. until DLC, probably. Maybe
2: not. Maybe. Yeah, but yeah. we'll see. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's on armor rouge. Only armor rouge is probably the biggest offensive backbone to this. You want a trick room and just smack something with psychic terrain boosted expanding force and weakness policy plays right into it. You could even earthquake yourself and do that. So, mm-hmm. boom. This team got like third place at a tournament in December? Is yeah, that
0: right? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Not a tournament. Not, not a tournament. I think, uh, oh, I, think it was like I, I think it's on the ladder or something? On the ladder, yeah. Okay. Which ladder? I don't know, but it's on a ladder.
2: Okay. Maybe, like the end of December, this was the third yeah. place one. Okay. That makes sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah all right well that's going to be the pokemon of the episode and we are going to give those away to the patrons this week um so definitely head over to the patreon if you want those in shiny forms. uh other than that we have one more segment and it's our mailbag so let's kick it on over to that
2: it's mail time you.
1: sending your email
0: Welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is the part of the show where you can email us at pocopodcastgmail.com and we will read it on the show. We asked you guys about your regionals experiences and a bajillion other things that I forgot about, uh, but we would love to read those. But first, before we do, we will give out the green Taurus badge as we are sponsored by that fictional energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! hooves. And we will go ahead and uh, read the one and only email we got this week. Hopefully it's worthy of that Great Toros badge. Thank you to uh, Giorgio for this email. Hey, Puckle Gang. Doing the Cinderace raids has been a blast, especially using the Slowbro squad that was suggested in the Discord. My wife and I made a slight modification of our own, since the two of us wanted to train up the pokes ourselves. Which is my favorite part about these raids, by the way, guys.
1: Right? I love that idea so much.
0: I love that there's a way... There's a reason to make competitive Pokemon one at a time, because you're fighting these guys. I imagine at the end of Scarlet and Violet, I'll just have like this gang of Pokemon that I've specifically made just to counter raids.
1: The raid staples, (laughs) yeah. The raid squad.
0: I love the idea. I love the idea. Especially if they make them hard like the Cinderace one. Please keep doing this. Keep doing this. Every every month, we just get a new guy. I took the armor rouge suggested, but invested in speed instead of special attack, running Will-O-Wisp and Acid Spray. Ooh. I would burn the ace the first turn and acid spray for three more turns. She trained up a slow king instead to put up reflect first. Then she triple nasty plots. Boom, stored power. Oh, okay. Like coordinated expert bunny hunters. That's great. Slow king snipes the bunny okos every time like clockwork. He must have done 20 or more Cinder Aces. I wonder how many Cinder Aces were knocked out during that event, now that I think about it. They used to keep track during the sword and shield ones, like when we had those big ones, like the uh, Zeraora. Aura.
2: I think we had to keep track because they promised, like, if you
0: if we kill a bunch of Zeroras, then we... If you knock out three billion or something, you get a thing.
1: Yeah, there were, incent- there were incentives, yeah.
0: Remember the first time they ever did an online event and they, like, horribly overestimated how much people would do? Yep. And, like, we only got to, like, a tenth of the way, and then they were like, oh, yeah. oh. Mm-hmm. And then they've horribly underestimated ever since. <laughs> Which is the better way to do it, honestly. It was a well-oiled machine inspired by the Discord. Thank you very much, Sigma, Rotted, and Sharkspieligan for the posting the builds. Needless to say, we're rolling in candy on our picnic tables. There <laughs> 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 are level one hundred Pokemon now. Thank you so much. You are more than welcome, Giorgio.
1: That's awesome. Well, I think that deserves the green, the green toros. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely, Giorgio. You get the green toros badge. Please let us know Woo. if you need anything. All right. So if you want to email us next week at Puckle, this was a very short mailbag segment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you can you can go ahead and email us next week at PucklePodcast at Gmailcom, letting us know what your favorite part of Crown Zenith or the Pokemon TCG is. We'd love to hear from you guys. I have slowly but surely building my cube. I'm very excited. One day I'll I'll have it finished. <laughs> One day, Seth. And we'll play it together. I believe Seth. in you. I believe in me too sometimes.
2: I contributed a fake
0: Arcanine apparently to the cause. You did. So. You did. Uh, you, you, to be fair, you contributed a lot more, but. <laughs> yeah. The, the the fake Arcanine is my favorite one. I did not realize it was a fake. <laughs> no, I was, I, well, I was just like going through all the cards and I like, I looked at the Arcanine. And I'm like, this is like really off. Yeah. Yeah. It was shadowless and I was like, ah.
2: Buddy and I just dumped his entire collection on me. Yeah. Ugh.
0: I did just buy a bunch of new ones, so we are, we're actually gonna be pretty close, I think. I think I bought something like 20 ish cards of the 40 that I'm missing. Okay. We're, we're pretty close. We'll be there in the near future. Nice. Be there in the near future, and we'll, uh, we'll be able to play it all together and have a good time. Heck yeah. I mean, we could always just do it on Tabletop Sim now, so. <laughs> Also true. I do have it built on tabletops then. All right. But yeah, you can email us at pucklepodcast.com. Until then, though, come to our Discord, pucklediscord.com. You can, of course, keep up with us throughout the week on social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can, of course, watch us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash The Puckle Podcast. Now that I'm recalibrated, I'm going to come back this Tuesday with some, some kind of video game e action on Twitch at twitch.tv slash The Puckle Podcast. <laughs> Probably actually YouTube. Uh, <laughs> but yeah just follow us on discord and on social medias and you can see all that uh when we go live and of course you can always uh help support the show over at patreon at patreon.com slash puckle podcast where we have a bunch of cool rewards on that note though i have been trainer thatch
1: and i've been basket and i've been seth
0: Vilo, and here in the lavender town radio tower it's closing time